Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. It is my 101st episode and thanks to everybody who tuned in last week for my 100th episode celebration and to anyone who's tuning in today or in fact has ever tuned in. Uh, now we're going to be going on a bit of an artistic route today. Uh, when you think about various games consoles from the Master System to the Mega Drive and beyond it's not immediately something that you would think I can make art with this. But some people obviously did, uh, which is the topic for today. Various games created to give budding artists a new medium to make masterpieces with. Now, starting with Art Alive, it was developed in 1991 by Western Technologies and Farsight Technologies. This game lets you make art to wow your family with, although wow might be going a bit strong. As the game has pretty limited uh, resources available, if you're still able to make some pretty impressive works, um, but it will take you some time to master its quirks completely. When you start the game itself, you're presented with a black and white title screen that colours itself in the longer you watch it, but you can skip past this in order to get to the workspace. Pressing start will show you your tools and other options. This include colours, paintbrush, spray can, eraser and stamps which show a selection of animated images, including a man, a woman, a dog, as well as uh, classic characters like Sonic, Toejam and Earl. Um, Down was telling me on Facebook earlier that they actually had a copy of this. Uh, I think they might still have it. Um, it is a bit limited in terms of what it is capable of, you, but like things like Microsoft Paint, if you spend a long time with it, it's possible to make something that's actually quite nice. But it does take some work. Um, Darren was also nice enough to link me the video for the intro for Art Alive, which does have some music on it. It's kind of basic music, um, but it sounds okay. Um, and because Toe and Earl was mentioned, I'm going to have a Toe and Earl OC Remix. So from Vert, we've got Toe and Earl Wake Up OC Remix. And But first, we've got Art Alive intro, which was sort of requested, suggested or something uh, by Dylan. So have a listen and I'll speak to you again after the music break. to the Hidden Palace with the wonderful Skyblaze only on Radio Sega. Well, I guess if you're here, it's not that well hidden, is it?
And we are back. And that was Toe Diamond Wake Up OC Remix from Vert. And before that, we had the Art Alive intro, which was requested by Doan2300. Um, Vertex brought up uh, the Mega Drive mouse, which I'm going to talk a bit about more about later. Um, but yes, uh, several art type programs that I'm going to mention tonight were in fact compatible with the Sega mouse. And I, but I'll, I'll talk a bit more about the Sega mouse later. Um, one other interesting thing about Art Alive is that it was actually released before Nintendo's Mario Paint. Isn't that interesting? Now next up we've got Wacky World's Creativity Studio, which is developed by Head Games. That just makes me think of that song by Foreigner. I don't wanna play those head games. Maybe that's just me. Uh, it was published by Sega in 1994. Uh, this is more of an interactive diorama game where you can visit six different worlds, quote-unquote. Space, fantasy, horror, jungle, underwater and home. Each world takes you to a preset scene with various characters and objects already laid out before you, but with your hand cursor you can pick up and move them around. At the top and bottom of the screen will be menus for more options. The upper menu shows you a book with pages of objects that you can add to the scene such as tree trunks and its leaves, aliens, pumpkins, and all sorts of other stuff. To the right of the main book menu you're looking through, you'll also have books for the other worlds, meaning you can access items from other worlds to add to the selected uh, scene. So you can have a jungle in space if you particularly wanted to. I suppose, like, create some of the things from Doctor Who, I guess. Or Star Trek. The bottom menu lets you reset the scene or remove all objects so you can start with an empty scene. You'll also be able to stop and start the scene as well as change your hand which will let you select, delete or change colour of the objects. Now the scenes aren't the only thing you can do, you can also play some music instead. In the bottom menu you also get a stereo icon which takes you to the music menu screen. Here you'll see a tower of preset tunes and around the outside are four robots which are holding instruments that you can change. Uh, this robot will then play alongside the main tune you have active. Uh, you can change the spe speed not only of the main tune, but also the various instruments your robot band play. Once you have your tune sorted, you can move back to your scene where it will continue to play. When you want to move to another scene, your guide to these various worlds is... Sonic in a UFO. Okay. But he's not the only Sega character you can see, you can also find Tails, Echo and Toe and Earl again, uh, with them various books to add to your scenes. But it's not only these characters, as you can also get access to the Toe and Earl music track to use in the background of your scene. <laughs> Don't say jungle in space! Um, yeah, uh, Grayfour made a typo uh, that involved the word I. Um, and now there's lots of eye puns going on in the, in the chat. Uh, I'm going to pretend that I have not seen them. And though I'm saying not any actual space characters like, I don't know, Opa Opa or Harrier. Yeah. Well, I suppose Tajamnel are from space. Um, but yeah, and, and Echo went to space. Sonic a UFO is just really random though. Uh, uh, oh well. Um, yeah, Veritax has posted some pictures of the Sega Mouse. As I said, I'll, I'll talk a bit more about the Sega Mouse uh, a bit later on. Um, but we'll have some more music for now. So, this was requested by Electric Boogaloo. We've got Wacky World's House. Um, it's got a different title on my screen for some reason, but ayo. And then after that, from Sonic CD, we've got a wacky workbench. Uh, Nicholas about saying Sonic went to space a lot. Well, sort of? Well, he went to the Death Egg. Does that count? I guess it does. Depends on what orbit it was in, I guess. Um, yeah, okay. So let's have some music. Uh, Wacky World's House, requested by Electric Boogaloo, and then Sonic CD, Wacky Workbench. 
Uh, enjoy those. Uh, it's the Blackout Workbench Bad Future, to clarify. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the music break. For some reason, um, Radio DJ decided to skip a track. I'll fix it in a minute. Ah, well, that was uh, Sonic CD Wacky Workbench, and before that we had Wacky World's House, requested by Electric Boogaloo. And yeah, the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star thing is actually from the next segment. It skipped my talk bed for some reason. Um, I'm not quite sure why. I'll fix it in a minute. So I have a talk bed. I have to move a talk bed, and it's now I've now got one missing. <sighs> Stress. Right there we go. Anyway, last uh, next up we've got Fun and Games. So it's released in 1993 for the Mega Drive by Trade West in the US and by Sony in Europe. Now this game gives you a selection of simple games and creative features to enjoy. Starting with the art, we've got the paint option. Now this is pretty similar to Art Alive, you're taken to a basic paint screen where you can create to your heart's intent. Alongside your paintbrush you can add pre-made images like palm trees, cars and even a watermelon that's partially eaten. 
iron. Uh, the pre-made images appear to be monochrome, meaning you get to colour them in however you want, so you can kind of make a bit of a colouring book for yourself, I guess. If you've made a mistake, you'll find an, uh, uh, an undo, also which actually labelled as an oh no button, <laughs> which amused me. Uh, we will undo the last thing you did, even handily cries out oh no when you press it. That just makes me think of lemmings. Uh, along with visuals, you can add some audio to your art with fairly short tunes, such as Pop Goes the Weasel and Happy Birthday, which is a shame we didn't have, I didn't have this for last week, for Viper's birthday. <laughs> and as I was accidentally played earlier, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. This does lead us into the music option. Uh, you're shown an empty music stave line where you can place your notes. Above that are your instruments, which range from piano, guitar and drums, all the way to cat, frog and rubber duck. I mean, I, the ones in Mario Paint are a bit weird, but at least they have a, like, mostly have a reference to stuff in Mario, so you can kind of understand it, apart from the cat meow in Mario Paint, which is a bit weird. I'm getting off track. You also have options for playing, stopping and looping your track. Uh, it also appears you can save your track, meaning you can have the fun of torturing, I mean, uh, treating your friends and family to your musical masterpieces. Um, I was going to play her track from this now, but uh, you've already heard it, so yeah, that was that was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star from Fun and Games. Um, most of the loops from this are really super short, like 30 seconds or less, and uh, they're really quiet for some reason. Um, so you've already heard it, sod it, let's move on. Um, what have we got going on in the chat, guys? Uh, it's still Viper's birthday week. Yeah, I suppose. Um, Greyfall's putting up an image of a rubber duck on a swimming pool. And uh, Dan's saying, Cat Piano! Uh, Frost is saying, Wait, this show is Sega Education, right? Does that make us Skyblazers pupils? If you like! I prefer students than pupils. Students sounds more, uh, more sophisticated. And yes, Viper is still an adult fetus. Is true. I'm actually the originator of that joke and I feel vaguely guilty about it. Um, especially since it wasn't... it's a joke I nicked from Formula One fandom. Because uh, that went around after Max Verstappen won the 2016 Spanish Grand Prix. When he... I think he was only 18. And um, he's from the Netherlands where you have to be, I think, 19? to get a regular driver's license. So Max Verstappen had his Formula One super license before he was legally able to get a regular driving license in his home country. Yeah. Um, Doan's posted a video of the the Meowsic keyboard and somebody playing the Megalovania music from uh, um, you know that game that everybody loves. Undertale. Um, one of the most fun things I've seen done with the ridiculous Meowsic keyboard, the keyboard that looks like a cat face, uh, the 8-bit guy has, a, has another channel called 8-bit keys where he um, modified it so it would actually have a, an output and then did a piece of music on it, including the... I think he actually did include the, the setting on it where it does make meows when you press the keys. It amused me, but I am easily amused. And Electric Boogaloo's posted an image of, um... I'm not sure if it's... It's definitely a, a Mercedes, but I'm not sure if it's, um... Hamilton or Bottas. No, I'd say they should have called it Meowglovania, though. The, the Megalovania played on the Meowsic keyboard. Fair enough. And yes, Pupils is, is uh, uh, an eye pun, but I was trying to avoid more puns. I am not a fan. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, so let's have some more music then. Um, so from Sonic and the Black Knight, we've got a, um, a soft cover of It Doesn't Matter, 
Um, I use this one because it's the version that's played when you're displaying the fan art that's in Sonic and the Black Knight. Uh, it's a really nice cover, actually. And Resident SC is saying it's boss-ass. It's difficult to see the 77 through all the smoke that's being thrown up by the tyres. But yeah, you're right, you can see the 77. Alright, moving on. Uh, then after It Doesn't Matter, we've got Res Area 1 and Earth, um, Radio Sega Mix. So it's the nice short one. Well, shortish. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after music break. I need fruit here from Club Sega, and you're listening to the 100th episode of The Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Please invite me back to the palace. Let me in. Let me in! Yeah. 
And we are back. And that was Res Area 1 and Earth, the Radio Sega mix, uh, so it's a bit shorter than the version that's the full version. And before that we had Sonic and the Black Knight, it doesn't matter, fan art version. Uh, now then, uh, in some areas, um, fun and games was actually known by a different title. It was occasionally referred to as Style Studio. Um, it has multiple different um, sections, um, one of which was uh, uh, the... Sorry, let me try that again. The style studio is divided up into two sections, mix and match, where you create some monstrous creature by selecting a head, body and legs. Uh, the options include people, animals and aliens. Uh, the second section is called Style and Stuff, where you have a model waiting for some new clothes, which you can change from various styles like caveman, spaceman, scuba diver, cook, and like quite a few others. Each time you pick a new item, you'll get a very 90s voice saying stuff like rad, whack, and wild. Because the 90s, everyone. Also included in Fun and Games is um, a few mini-games. Uh, these being the Mouse Maze, a Pac-Man-like game where you play uh, as a mouse collecting cheese, avoiding cats and mouse traps, and can you can transform into a dog if you collect the bone power-up. Obviously, right? The next is Space Laser, a first-person space shooter where you have to take down enemy targets before they crash into your ship and drain your energy. And finally we have Whack-A-Clown, a whack-a-mole game where you have to hit clowns and avoid hitting the seal that's balancing a ball on its nose. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Fun and Games actually did come, uh, some versions already did come with the Sega Mouse. Now I'm going to talk a bit more about the Sega Mouse, but I will do so after the next music break. Um, because there's a bit of an argument about um, a se the differences between a Sega Mouse and a Mega Mouse. Huh. Uh, because there is a difference between them. It's kind of confusing. Um, but I'll, I'll try and break it down a bit later. I don't know why uh, Frost has posted a picture of something from- looks like it's from Yakuza. Oh, that's rad, right, okay. Because the 90s, everyone. Um, okay, uh, let's have some music. Because I'm probably gonna- I might run a bit short, actually. That'd be fine. So let's have some more music then. Uh, so from Ben Briggs and Prototype Raptor we've got Rolling Start from Daytona USA and then from Stereo Pixel we've got from Underground Zone Generation Modern Style because I felt like it. I have no excuse for why I picked these it's just what I felt like listening to. So enjoy those and I'll speak to you guys again after the music break.
Hey you, this is Rapsy here and you are listening to the amazing Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. Blended. Apparently the uh, the sound is gone. Uh, can someone let me know when it comes back, please? Because I'm just going to loop my talk bed and talk nonsense until it comes back. Um. Hmm. Still recording. Still working. Save the day, please. Uh-huh. Why? I was going to talk about the Sega Mouse and the Mega Mouse. Uh, 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 slight upside. Mm-hmm. You, you did mention you were running a little quick. 
Yeah, I know, but this wasn't quite what I had in mind. I have other ways of filling time. This is like, I'm going through this way too fast. I know, I know. I'll have it go silent for a bit. Wait, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, no, this this will get caught up and everyone gets to hear us both having those discussions. Well, that'll be entertaining. Yeah, they'll find it funny. Why is it so warm back here? Uh, probably because there's the gateway to hell back there. Why did you leave that back here? Well, where else was I going to put it? I don't know, your side of the bed. Well, I couldn't put it in the fridge, everything else is going to go off. Okay, which music? Okay, cool. I am well out of sync now, apparently, but hey-ho, at least we'll come back. Um, one last note about uh, Fun and Games. Uh, it wasn't just brought out on the Mega Drive. There was a version on the SNES. However, the Mega Drive had the Wacker Clown game as an exclusive, and there were originally plans for a free-throw, th- free I can say words, basketball game, which would also have been exclusive to the Mega Drive, but sadly this was removed during development. One last bit of information about this game and Wacky Worlds, they were some of the few titles that would make use of the Mega Mouse, or Sega Mouse, the mouse peripheral which came with two variations. Uh, The Japanese and European variation had two buttons for A and B button presses. There was however no start button and for some unknown reason if you wanted to use the C button you had to press the mouse ball in. Because that's genius piece of design. Uh, This version that was available in Japan and Europe was usually referred to as the Sega Mouse. In order to differentiate it from the American version, which is often called the Mega Mouse. Despite the fact that in America it was called the Genesis. I am confused. However, the American version actually had a slightly more sensible approach when it came to buttons. Yeah, I know. I know America got the better version of something to do with video games. I, I was shocked too. There, this mouse actually has three buttons, one for A, B and C, as well as adding in a start button. Each mouse when purchased would come with a Sega mouse mat as well. Although, contrary to popular belief, Artelai, which I mentioned at the start of the show, was not actually compatible with the mouse. Either version. Oh, the conspiracy to drag out the episode is uncovered. <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't do it on purpose. Anyway, let's have some more music then and hope that the silence bug doesn't strike again. Because uh, after this bit of music, um, I'm going to have Choo Choo Corner. So we've got uh, World of Illusion Magician's Hall, uh, Choo Choo Rocket Mouse Mania. And then because Mouse Mania is really, really short, we've got from Team Sonic ba- uh, Racing Bingo Party. Enjoy, and I'll speak to you guys again after the music break.
You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. That was Team Sonic Racing Bingo Party. Before that, we heard from Choo Choo Rocket Mouse Mania. And then from World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse and Don Duck, we had Magician's Hall. Uh, now, on to Chiptune Corner, since I am now running out of time, thanks to that uh, silence bug. Um, I don't have a huge amount of information about the Chiptune artist 8 Bit Ninjas. I do know that the artist's real name is Andy Cowley, and he is a UK-based artist who started off as a drummer in the 90s before getting involved with electronic music and chiptune. And has come to refer to the musical style of his band 8-Bit Ninjas as Electro Clash. So, let's have um, some music from 8-Bit Ninjas. Uh, I'll also put a link to the SoundCloud for the artist into the Discord chat and I'm sure that Twenty will post it on um, the Twitter as well so here is 8-Bit Ninjas with April 12th 10th rather <sighs> so yeah 8-Bit Ninjas April 10th not 12th enjoy uh, let me know what you think and I'll be back after the after this break to sign off the show
we are back. And that was 8-Bit Ninjas, April 10th. Uh, I encourage you to check out the SoundCloud. They've got some pretty good tracks on there. Uh, some of them actually have vocals, which is unusual for uh, a lot of Chip work. But yeah, um, thank you to everybody for tuning in and being patient during the uh, silence bug problem and during the inane conversation I was having with Grayfall. Coming up, we've got Saturday Night Sega with Gavi, and in the following week, we've got Glitch at 9pm on Tuesday. Uh, you can also check out my husband Greyforce Tuesday night's uh, Twitch stream. Uh, there are other Twitch streams going on during the week. I'm sure there's a schedule for them somewhere, but I'm not sure where it is. There's also a Club Sega on Wednesday, Pick and Mix, and Late and Live on Friday, and you can check out the Radio, uh, RadioSega.net website for full schedule details. Um... Also, I hadn't had a chance to announce it last week because it hadn't yet been confirmed, but Hidden Palace is going to be getting its own t-shirts. Uh, if you've seen the design that I've previously posted, uh, then that's, uh, that's or the one, I think Twinny posted it at the beginning of the show on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's the t-shirt design. Uh, so very soon you will be able to buy a Hidden Palace t-shirt which has the bird person with the cat blob on it. So hooray for the cat blob. Um, I've not got a link for it yet because it hasn't yet gone up on the merch site, but as soon as it does, I will um, post links for it. Um, as usual, you can suggest topics through me through Twitter, Discord, and Facebook. You can contact me on Twitter via uh, as at Blazing Skies. On Radio Sega Discord, I am at Skyblaze. Um, or you can reach me through the Radio Sega Discord, uh, Radio Sega Twitter or Facebook pages. I've been Skyblaze and this has been the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. We've got one last track to finish off, so from Sonic Rush we've got JJ Rocket to finish. Thanks to everybody, take care and good night. Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.